L. Bean has partnered with the National Park Foundation to help you find your happy place. And with more than 400 national parks, there's a good chance you'll find one close to home. Discover your perfect day in a park at findyourpark.com. Today, our first weekend in our new trailer takes us to our first Jellystone campground. Celebrities who camp, who's the most legit celebrity RVer? Listener questions, and is the RV industry in a slump? This is RV Miles. Welcome to episode 104 of RV Miles. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who, along with our boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, crisscross North America on one epic road trip. Each week, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from travel destinations to gear, industry news, our national parks, and a whole lot more. This week, we're coming to you from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're staying at the Jellystone Campground here. This is our first couple nights in our new trailer. We're very excited about that, but we're going to have a little bit more on that later in the show. We wanted to kick off the show today, though, with something fun. Before we do that, we do have to acknowledge that this is the two year anniversary. This is episode 104. Oh, yeah. This is our this is our two year. This is also the second time in the last five minutes we've recorded this intro. So how you forgot that information within five minutes, like (laughs) I'm acting. Okay. I'm just saying like you blew right past that. And I was like, hey, now two years. I gave us a year. We've made it too. <laughs> thank you all for being with us for yes. all this time. Thank you for anybody that's new and welcome. And for those of you that have been with us from the beginning or those of you that, that come on board and go back and listen to every episode. Oh gosh, I don't know that you. I can do that. But I, thank you for doing that. You don't want to listen to me talk for 104 episodes. <laughs> I don't. I don't. don't those laugh. first few. I don't know that I want to go back no. and listen to you. I'm afraid to go back and listen to them. Anytime a subject comes up and it's a really early episode that I could reference for someone, I think to myself, Ooh, do I, do I really want to send them back to one of the early episodes? Yeah. Maybe they're really good. Maybe they are. I don't, I don't listen to them. (laughs) I hear my voice enough every single day. I don't need to go back and listen to me again, but we are so glad that you guys are here. We are so thankful for this community. This is so much more than just Jason and I, and it is Really, really, the reason why we keep doing this every week is not because of us. It's just because of the amazing, awesome people we meet every single day. For instance, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, we don't know Matthew McConaughey. We don't know. But celebrities that RV. Matthew McConaughey is one of them. He's got an airstream. He does. He's roughing it. He, you know, his, he's, you know, down to earth guy. He's, he's cool dude parking near Malibu in his airstream that he calls the canoe. I can't. This picture of him in this article is just is so Matthew McConaughey is just like leaning up against the door. He's like, hey, yeah, we're going to link to this what? article. There's a list of of uh, celebrities are, who are here. But Matthew McConaughey is legit. He's legit. He's got stickers on the door because that's what you do. You put your sticker collection on the door. He has his surfboard kind of behind the door. And then he's got a really nice fall plant right at his feet, which is something. Or that one. I, you know. Although ah. something tells me the set dresser brought that and that is not <laughs> a Matthew McConaughey original. But listen, so. this is how you know he's, he's legit because he admits to sleeping in his RV, even if it's in his driveway. There you go. That's someone who really loves their Airstream. That's not a celebrity that just, you know, Mm -hmm. owns one for the heck of it. That's not Will Smith. Will Smith. Okay. So, you know, people call Will Smith an RVer and I I guess you could call it that. Mm -mm. But if you take a look at Will Smith's RV, uh, first of all, it's a semi truck, right? Yeah. It it also weighs 30 (laughs) tons. The trailer part of the semi raises to create two stories. He has a two story RV and then there are slides out on the side. They come out. I mean, this is it's it's a twelve hundred square foot, which is as big as the apartment that we lived in in Chicago. It is. This is his. This set is his trailer. set trailer. Yeah. Like, this is okay. All most of these: Will Smith, Robert De Niro, Simon Cowell, Simon Cowell. 
These are set trailers. These are the trailers that they have hauled all over the country when they're working on movies and they don't want to have something provided for them by the film company or whoever's producing it. They don't want the producer picking out their stuff. They bring their own rig. And this is what you get when you get to bring your own home. You got a $2.5 million mobile estate. Sometimes they even ship these. Like I'm reading here about Vin Diesel. He shipped it to Puerto Rico when he was filming Fast Five. Like you do, because what was that? The first of the 20 they've made of (laughs) Fast and the Furious. Right. Carrie's got one. But let's talk about some real RVers. John Mayer. John Mayer's got an Earth Roamer. Now that's legit. Yeah, that's really legit. And I imagine he does a lot of acoustic singing inside of this thing. <laughs> he does. It's a, it's a, it's on a five, a Ford, uh, F550 chassis. And, uh, it's pretty sweet because, you know, those earth roamers, you can take those things anywhere. I love the way it looks on the inside mm-hmm. too. It's just real sleek, real chill. There's not a lot happening here. I had no idea that Ford made an F550. So I just learned something yeah. new. Oh, yeah. Now, here's something. This particular one, John Mayer's, is 26 feet long. That's really long for camper, truck camper. Yeah, cause it's not exactly a truck camper. It. It's, you know, they what they do to make these, uh, this type of earth roamer. Earth roamer makes different types. What they do is they remove the bed of the pickup truck. So it looks like a slide-in truck camper sort oh, of. I see. But they actually remove the bed entirely and and build over the chassis in the back there. And, you know, they're able to get added a a bit of length that way as well. This picture of him too, in this article is he is literally standing in front of his earth roamer, which is literally standing in front of earth roamers, main, probably headquarters or something. Something tells me earth roamer was like, Hey, John Mayer, do you want an earth roamer? (laughs) (laughs) I also think, uh, touring artists don't count. Like, Gwen Stefani has got her tour. No, buzz. she doesn't count. Um, Gwen Stefani doesn't count in a lot of things, but she doesn't get, to you know, like the, the, if you've got a RV, that's a tour bus, you're still staying in a hotel that night. You know, yeah, when you get there, I, that doesn't count. Yeah. Doesn't I mean, count. we know enough people who do this for a living that this, that's not what they're, yeah. that doesn't count. Robert De Niro. He's just got this two story thing that he hauls around. That was $2 million and has over 10 plasma TVs in it and can seat up to 30 people. That's insane. That's that's insane. That's how I mean, that's bringing his like yeah, his office with him. That's yeah. bringing an office building with him. That's just a set trailer. Like that's just where he hangs out, and you know when he doesn't have to be on set. My favorite RVer though, my favorite celebrity RVer has got to be Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels is legit. Jeff Daniels, of course, from Dumb and Dumber fame, Lloyd. from the newsroom, from a heck of a lot of stuff. We have a lot in common with Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels is a theater guy. And I don't, I mean, of course, he's a big celebrity, but he actually. Like us. He's <laughs> so much in common. <laughs> but he sticks to his roots. I mean, he still lives in, in Michigan. He lives in upper Michigan. And, and upper. runs his theater up there. Yeah. Which is awesome. He's a really, really cool dude. He just finished a run on Broadway. Doing yeah. the Aaron Sorkin play. Yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. That, well, you know, it's not necessarily. Properly, but well, <laughs> adapted but by adapted Aaron Sorkin. By... But uh, Jeff Daniels, when he's filming in like L.A., he will drive his RV to L.A. Yeah. And he has a real RV, you guys. Not just like yeah. the, a Will Smith or a Robert De Niro. He owns a Gulfstream Tour Master that looks exactly like a Class A. It's got its awnings. It's got its, you know, flat front window. And he's owned about a dozen RVs over the years, too. Yes. But this is great. I want to play you a little clip here. This is Jeff Daniels talking about RVing to Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show. This is fantastic. Yeah, no, I've I've been driving RVs since early 90s. Yeah. I I have no idea. I have no idea even where where to begin, where to start, where do I... Do I buy one? No, 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 no. Well, not yet. You you rent one yeah, from I don't your wanna... local who cares RV dealer. And, <laughs> so um, there's an RV dealer. Can you mind yeah, if I write these yeah, things? Yeah, sure. You don't need a license, a special license, because that would get in the way of a sale. So <laughs> you just they will. They don't care who it is. They don't care. And and, and what they don't tell you is that you're going to be driving a building. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's my other question. How big of an RV do I get? It's the biggest thing you've ever been in in your life, especially when you're behind the wheel, because you're there 
and behind you is the world. I mean, you, it's like it's like driving 30 Rock. It's huge. It's huge. Driving a building. Yes, and they give you they so you know they go great. And here's the thing, and here's how to work the shower, and here's how to hit the slide outs, and, and you're like spinning. You don't hear any of it. No. And then they toss you the keys and say, "Good luck, chief." And, <laughs> and they wish you luck. You're down the road going, whoa, whoa, whoa. now. Drive with confidence. But what does that mean? That means when you come up to an intersection, um, you're going to make a wide turn. Okay. And more than likely in the first trip, you're going to hit some things. <laughs> <laughs> like it goes on, and there's, there's a lot about it, about it here. But he, he's, he's talked many times over the years about his love for RVing. Actually, he was in the movie RV with Robin Williams, yes. and he said that he would have done that movie for free. The whole reason he did that movie is because he loves RVing. Totally legit. That's why he's in that movie. We need to get him on the show. <laughs> we do. I'm going to reach out to Jeff Daniels. I wonder if I can get to him through his theater company. He has a great story, and he actually does it in song. We'll put a link to this in the show notes. Of him, <laughs> of him in a, a, one of the first times he's in an RV they're pulling up to a gas station. They go into the gas station. He's filling up and his wife runs in to get some snacks. And, uh, you know, he's, he finishes pumping the gas. He gives some guy an autograph who, <laughs> who thinks he's, uh, who thinks Jeff he's Bridges. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> and, uh, and then he, he pulls off and the kids in the back are all of a sudden, dad, where's mom? <laughs> It's amazing. Don't you can't give the whole story away because people they have to. Come you gotta over. go listen yeah. to the whole thing. So we'll put it in uh, the show it's notes. It's real good. It's, it's amazing. Really... Jason hasn't done something like that to me yet. I wouldn't leave you behind. <laughs> Never would. No. No. <laughs> well, definitely not in the truck now. <laughs> definitely not in the truck. I mean, you'd be sitting right next to me. There's no yeah. way. Never say never, baby. <laughs> never say never. Maybe it'll happen this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Oh, who knows? <laughs> Maybe it'll happen on purpose sometime. <laughs> That's really what I was getting at. I'm surprised. <laughs> no. I'm surprised it hasn't happened on purpose. <laughs> All right. It's time for the answer to last week's brain teaser. What two fruits are anagrams of each other? And this one, I think, was was fairly easy. A lot of people got it. Maybe a lot of people Googled it. I don't know. Don't Google the answer, folks. That's cheating. No, it's not because I Googled. <laughs> you Google all you want. Google's your best the, friend. Well, I, feel like, I feel like the answer to this is cheating a little bit, too, because the answer is lemon and melon. And melon isn't exactly <laughs> a fruit. It's a category of fruit, right? I mean, it's not a specific single fruit. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, we're splitting hairs a little bit here, but yeah. that's all right. That's all right. But the answer was lemon and melon. It was. And a lot of people <laughs> were completely happy to answer this one. So that's that's great. Our winner this week was Trisha Wilson from Arizona, who will receive a Not All Who Wonder Our Lost t-shirt. And you may have a chance to win a prize of your own with a new brain teaser later on in the show. Hey, you know, when we went to get groceries for the first time in our new RV, we failed to realize that our fridge is a whole lot smaller than our former fridge in our previous RV. Yeah, our fridge of today is not our fridge of yesterday. Thankfully, our Pelican Cooler came to the rescue. Pelican coolers are great for situations just like this. We like to call those Abby and Jason moments. <laughs> Pelican coolers are great for getting you out of an Abby and Jason moment. But even if you don't have an Abby and Jason moment, they're great for just picking up your groceries at the grocery store, which could be, you know, an hour drive from where sometimes we're parked in the RV. So we love having our cooler in our trunk with us all the time so we can fill it up with those groceries and know that they're going to stay cold and frozen by the time we get back to the trailer. Pelican coolers are made in the USA. They are 100% lifetime guaranteed. You break them, they fix them. They are available in all kinds of cool colors. You don't have to be stuck with the stock color. You can get something that matches your rig. And they're bear proof. Which means we can sit our Pelican cooler right outside our front door on the ground and fill it up with water bottles and ice or whatever kind of beverages you want. And we don't have to worry about those Sioux Fall Bears coming no. over here and getting any. Or the raccoons, which is 
probably more common. I think we need to worry about the <laughs> raccoons a little bit more. Yes. So if you visit pelicancoolers.com slash RV miles, you can get a free tumbler with any cooler purchase. That's pelicancoolers.com slash RV miles. All right. We are here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, camping for the first weekend in, in our new Heartland Pioneer QB 300 and having a great time. Wow. What a difference a month makes. Took us a whole month to finally get to this moment in time. As we mentioned last week, it was a lot more work moving into this thing than we thought it would be. We downsized quite a bit. Yeah, we did. And just organizing and arranging. It was a lot more work than we thought. I may have been a little bit too much of a beast with the downsizing because we have a fairly decent amount of room still. Yeah. Yeah. There's room for stuff that you got rid of, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a few things where I'm like, oh, we could have brought that, but. That's okay. Pick up souvenirs on the road. It's great because we clearly don't know how to grocery shop yet. So it's a really good thing that we have all this extra space because otherwise I don't know where we'd put the bread. So we wanted to just give you guys, though, some first impression differences between camping in our our former RV, our converted school bus and camping in a trailer. Yeah, this is kind of tough for me to talk about a little bit because. I feel like I'm cheating on Wanderbus <laughs> when I say that this has been a much more comfortable living experience. Yeah, but it's not all rosy. There are there are no, some no. challenges that the bus solved for us as well. Yeah. And we've talked about those. We've been very open with some of the displeasure and how this has been put together. Those things are never going to go away. Like that's just always going to be here. What I'm saying though, is in regards to how we exist in the space, the amount of room that we have to move around feels so much more manageable. So like, I feel like we actually have put, space now to coexist together as a family. Not only do we have a space to sit down and have dinner together, but we can all be in this kitchen, living room, dining room space and not be right on top of each other. The thing about the bus that was so awesome about the bus was it was just this long machine, this beast of a machine that we had built, but it wasn't very wide. Now, Ranger Gandalf Traley the second, which is apparently what this is now being called. Yes, you hear, you heard it here first. We've got a name. My, my two half brothers, uh, my parents couldn't decide on their names whatsoever. So they all, they both have four names. That's kind of what is going on with this trailer. We're trying to name it and nobody can agree on nobody something. Can agree. So. so Jason and I really like Ranger. Um, which somebody, uh, a follower suggested. of ours suggested to us, which I fantastic loved, suggestion. I've loved all of the suggestions that people have offered up to us and the kids have shot them all down. Uh, <laughs> Ethan is very adamant that we call it Gandalf because um, we're currently listening to Fellowship of the Rings in the car and they heard the not all those who wander are lost quote from Gandalf in the book. So Ethan feels because that's our family's sort of motto that the trailer should be named Gandalf. Henry just wants everything to be traily, bussy, stuffies, <laughs> dinnery. Like he's got this need for an E at the end of everything. So of course this is Traley. And uh Jack is just Jack. He doesn't care. He'll go with whatever the family goes with. And I just thought for some giggles, we just call it the second. Because this is our second home on wheels. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about some of the positives and negatives of Traley Gandalf. No, you're already wrong. Something the Ranger, Ranger Traley Gandalf. the second. <laughs> uh, first of all, I will say that, you know, of the, the construction issues that we took care of before we got on the road here, nothing has broke yet. <laughs> Three nights in the trailer. Oh man, Jason, we haven't had we haven't had, we haven't had new issues since then, so that's good. Uh, but I, I think we should start with we should start from the the front moving back. So let's okay. Let's actually start with the bed. Okay, this bed is awful, <laughs> and the bed we had in Wanderbus was amazing, and I would give anything to have that mattress back. Uh, we have even put a mattress topper on top of the mattress that came with this RV and it's 
cruddy crud crud. And we like, we thought we'd try a thirty dollar mattress chopper and see which people are crazy for on the Amazon. Would that solve it? Uh, but that's not going to solve it. We got to buy it. We got to buy a legit mattress. No, we're going to buy a legit mattress. It's no. got to be much thicker. I do not even understand how they call that a mattress. It's more like just a sheet that they like stuffed some things into, and then they ask you to lay on that. So that's the downside. I love having closet space. Mm-hmm. More closet space. Now in, in Wanderbus, we only had like this little 12 inch like closet space that we were really using for dress clothes because ha ha ha, we thought we were going to need dress clothes when we were on the road, which is hilarious. Uh, this time it now holds all of our camping t-shirts, <laughs> which is all we wear now, <laughs> which is all we wear. What about for you? Well, I like, I like the, the idea, not just the closet space, but the fact that we have separate space now yes for our clothes and knickknacks and all that sort of stuff in the bedroom now my space can be nice and organized (laughs) and your space can be a hot mess and i don't have to have your hot mess messing into my it'll still bother you but it won't be touching your stuff it'll still bother me i cleaned it up for you today because it was driving me nuts i do miss having some sort of desk area we had that desk area in the Mm -hmm. bus which was also really nice i miss that if we move forward so like let's just come out of the bedroom i do really love the way the living room, dining room, kitchen space is set up in Traley as opposed to how it was set up in Bussy. Yeah. Now, I will say, I mean, it is it is awesome to have. Look, we've got a microwave above the stove. The stove works. We didn't have a stove in the bus. We did not. Uh, we went three years without a stove. We didn't. We had a sink with no water. We went three years without running water. That is a secret. I didn't know we were going to throw that out there, but we, we did. never, we just, we ne- we've said that before. We have, we, okay, we never finished running the water in no, our we bus. Didn't. We got lazy. We got lazy. And gosh, I will say that anybody converting something, do not move into it until it's done. Yeah. You won't get around to finishing it. Not something big like that. Yeah. You won't get around to. I mean, how long has it taken us just since we got into this to put together the footstool? That we yeah. bought from Ikea. That box has been floating around here since Tuesday. And we finally just put it together. I will also say, though, it wasn't the worst thing living without water. Oh, no. Bus. We got by pretty well. I mean, well, there we was had a things composting that were difficult. Toilet. Yeah. Uh, our fridge is uh, a standard RV fridge. Six square it. foot. It is. Hate it. Six cubic foot. It is definitely not as much room as our, our previous fridge. Issues in this this main room though are I, I mean i feel like we were more comfortable in some ways cooking in the bus i would speak for yourself on that one well, not, i guess not uh, cooking uh, cooking the, cooking was the wrong word prepping food um you know we had about a foot and a half of counter space there we, we had zero once, feet of counter space no, here we had more counter space once we Downgraded to a smaller microwave and transitioned it on the right. top. But before we had no different than what I've got right. over here now. It's just laid out different. Yeah, that's what I I'm don't feel, yeah, I don't feel overwhelmed. Like I can't get things done. I've, yeah, I mean, we've prepped several meals now since we've been in this and it's not been that big of an issue yeah. for me. It was definitely a lot easier than I thought it would be. Again, those are such small things for me when I look at the bigger picture, which is, is my family comfortable? Is our quality of life easier like our quality of life was wonderful in the bus but in here it's easier and at this point for you and i we're just there's our hands are in so many pies right now that anytime we can ease something around us i am so thankful for that and because there's just some things in here that have really offered us ease of living i just i feel anything else doesn't bother me like it just doesn't bother me I do miss a little bit the the view from the bus. I know. There's like, I can't see anything. We had windows everywhere in the bus, of course. I'm going to start putting up wallpaper that looks like scenic views. But the nice thing about this is that we can close off the windows and we can keep the heat and air conditioning in. The sunlight isn't baking us. And just as we can't see out, no one can no longer see in. We had shades in the bus. We We did, yeah. To keep them open. That front window was not shaded. And so, you know, that was always like people would walk by and they'd, you know, they'd be looking. Hi. And our responsibility would be like, yes, this is a school bus. You are correct. You are looking (laughs) at a school bus. Hello. Um, 
if we move the bathroom, I don't feel like is. I mean, it's. I mean, obviously we have a bathroom, and that's uh, that's amazing. And but we uh, we miss the composting toilet. I the cannot express how much I miss that composting. Wish toilet. we had a composting toilet, and we'll yeah. be putting one in eventually. Yeah, that now that we're in here, that went way, 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 way up on the list. Mm-hmm. Now that we've used that a little bit, it's and, not that it's gross or weird. Oh, no. It's fine. Uh, it's just that the composting toilet saves all that water. Yes. And also, uh, it's just a more sturdy piece. Well, that's true. Yeah. And I just, I, you know, I mean, I don't, we don't need to even get into that. Let's just not, but I, just, uh, I feel like I'm going to, uh, the toilet's going to be going through the floor when I sit on it. Let me just say that. I can't. <laughs> well, the RV toilets, oh I mean, gosh. at least the ones in this, you know, in the level of RVs we own are, uh, you know, they're made out of cheap plastic and the, like the composting toilets that like the one we had, the it's, nature's head is made out of like the heavy duty ABS plastic it's that so they make squeaky. like benches out of. I know. It's so squeaky. You don't want to hear people oh. squeaking on the toilet. Oh my Jesus. There's no privacy. I can't. Turn that air conditioner on. Oh so you have that now noise. You, now you know why I want. I don't want the air conditioner on auto. I just want it constantly on low because I need some separation. Okay, like I need to not know when you're moving around. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the kids. All right, the kids' bedroom. The, this is why we purchased this this quad yes. bunk trailer. And it, has it? It has just sold itself they are loving it back there they have been back there. they've got their little tv their xbox they're uh, They're having a fantastic time with each other yeah and they're real deep diving into back into doctor who right now so they've kind of uh found a love for that show again so they're all in there watching it which is cool because i like it so then i kind of you know if i'm making dinner and they're in there watching it i'm kind of watching along with them uh, but they're, you know, they've got their table and they have like brother meetings or they just, they just love being in there. Like it's their space. Like it is exactly what I had hoped for and had dreamt for them and to see them sort of embracing it the way I was really hoping that they would and that they would love it as much. And, you know, it was probably the one space out of everything in here that I kind of worked the hardest to get really ready for them to get their art up on the walls, to have everything just sort of where they wanted it and needed it because I wanted them to come in and just love it. And they had a space like that for the most part in Bussy. They had a place that was their own, but you know, it was in between two spaces. You know, our bedroom was on the, at the very end, then it was their room. Then you transitioned into the kitchen space here. It's just there at one end of the RV and it's their space and they have a door. No one has to go through there. We don't have to go in there. They get to have a kid's room and they deserve that. And they are, um, they're reconnecting with already. We see it. The three of them don't often play together. Usually it's two of them uh, and depends on the situation, which two, but they're, they've been doing stuff, the the three together. Uh, quite a bit in, in the last couple of days. And that's really neat to see. Yeah. I, you know, I hate even acknowledging that it's been so good and that it's really just sort of like made my heart sing the way they've been, you know, reacting to that space because I know the minute I acknowledge it, it's, it's going to yeah. go tomorrow. They're just going to be like hating it. We haven't done much on the outside yet. We actually haven't hung out because we're at this Jellystone. We haven't really hung out outside the trailer at all we haven't even mm-hmm. set up our chairs or anything mm-hmm. because there's so many activities and, and stuff here yeah i mean that's the thing like when you come to a jellystone and this jellystone here in sioux falls is no different you're gonna have you know mini golf a pool they're gonna have on the weekend they're gonna have well really in the summer they're gonna have activities all throughout the day you know as we've been here there's been arts and crafts. You know, today they had this giant inflatable that was an obstacle course where you could run, you know, two at a time through it. They've got Gaga Ball. This is their messy weekend. They always have theme weekends too at, at parks like this. So they, they have tomorrow, they're going to have like a foam party. They're going to have a chocolate slip and slide 
all kinds of really cool it's stuff. It's going to be for wild. This isn't kind of our, our normal camping uh, no. situation here. We don't do this a lot, but it's fun to do every now and then. It's really great, especially if you have kids, because we know that we're going to come in here and there's going to be other kids here and the kids are going to our boys are going to have, you know, immediate friends. And they're going to go out and they're just going to play. And it's, you know, we can go up to the pool. And like we did today, we went up to the pool. I went up there at like 10 to grab some chairs and I was going to work. And then, you know, once these guys all got moving and got breakfast and they were all going to come up and we were up at the pool till three o'clock in the afternoon, just hanging out, working, kids playing, getting sunburned, getting sunburned. <laughs> Everybody got sunburned. Um, and I think, you know, what you might lack in campground space because these are all really close. This particular Jellystone and other ones we've seen, the spaces are really close to each other. So what you might lack like in space in regards to being able to spread out at your campsite is made up for it from the amenities available to you in the park. You know, the boys have gone up to the camp store and they've bought slushies with their birthday money. They, you know, they go down and they jump on that big giant inflatable, you know, there's just these things you always know you're going to get at a Jellystone. And I think that this has been a really nice way to start sort of our introduction to this long stretch of travel we have coming by coming here. And this is actually, this Jellystone is a great, sort of introduction to if you're heading into South Dakota. It's right yeah. here in Sioux Falls. You know, you come in, you can sit down here for a little bit. And then if you want, you know, you can continue on up into North Dakota or you can start just making your way. And it's east. right off the interstate. There's not a ton of interstate noise, but it's right off the interstate. There is a lot of construction noise right now because there's interstate construction happening. But, but that'll be really nice. Um, that entrance ramp to get to this Jellystone mm-hmm. will be much improved by the time all that construction is done. I'm actually really kind of pleasantly surprised. You know, we weren't really sure what we were going to get going into this. This has not been the kind of camping we have done as a family over the last three years. If you listen, you know that we are really into Army Corps of Engineers. We're really into federal and state campgrounds. And I have to say that I'm really glad we did this. It has reminded me that, you know, there's some really great value to be found in campgrounds like Jellystone. Well, I think camping, uh, you know, people like to say that's not camping about all sorts of stuff. They like to say RVing isn't camping. Right. Um, I love that camping can be so many different things mm-hmm. and it can be getting packed into a fun party atmosphere going to the pool and going to all the different play structures and going to the giant corn maze and, and all that stuff. And it can be being remote out in the wilderness in the middle of nowhere. It's not one specific thing. And it's, it's great for it to be different to the same people, you know, for us to have varied experiences is fantastic. Yeah. And it's, I have to say, you know, our boys, and I was a little surprised by this, but they, Yogi showed up to stay at the pool this evening. Like I had no, he woke up from his nap and he decided to come out and see all the kids. And, uh, Ethan and Henry were just like, Yogi, Yogi, Yogi. Like they were so excited. And the kids faces like lining up to hug Yogi and even some of the adults, because I think the thing too about a jellystone is that Yogi bear, boo boo, the ranger, you know, for some people, those have a lot of like iconic sort of memories attached to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they hold a lot of nostalgia. So when you come to a Jellystone like this, it also might be just new and, and wonderful for the kids and everything they have to offer. But for the parents, I think, and even for the grandparents, it's a little bit of a nostalgia. It's a little bit of a throwback to their own childhood because they get to reconnect with the, you know, the bear and the picnic and the ranger and all that stuff. I didn't watch that a ton growing up. I know you did. But I just thought it was there was like a dad that came up and wanted yeah. to have his picture taken with Yogi. Yeah. And I love that he felt like he could do that. And he felt like he was in a space where it was OK to be like, can I have my picture with you? It's like being at Disney World. You know, if I see a Mary Poppins, you better believe she and I are getting our picture taken together. Yeah, I, I think this is going to have to be a part of our re- routine that every now and then we need yeah. to throw in a, a visit to a place like this where the kids are the focus. Yeah, that's and, a really good way of yeah. we're putting the kids and sort of some things that, you know, they long for. It's a, you know, it's a few extra bucks, but it's a treat. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it's worth it just for the pool. 
Oh my gosh. And, I'd spend all day at the pool. And, uh, and they have a great time. So I think, you know, a little bit later in the year, we're probably going to have to do this again. Yeah. I think we're going to be bookending North Dakota with Jollystone. And that'll yeah. be a really nice way to begin North Dakota because we actually on Sunday head to Fargo. And when we wrap it all up at Theodore Roosevelt, we'll head to perhaps we'll head to Estes Park, Colorado. We're still trying to decide what we want to do. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have some listener questions. And a whole lot more. We'll be right back. The RV Miles podcast is sponsored by Road Trippers. Road Trippers lets you plan your perfect summer road trip and fill in your route with personalized stops along the way. Road Trippers Plus lets you add up to 150 waypoints on your journey. It's only $6.99 a month or $29.99 a year. And podcast listeners can get 20% off an annual subscription using code RVMILESPROMO. That's all one word, RVMILESPROMO for 20% off Road Trippers Plus. Just visit RoadTrippers.com slash plus offer. We will also link to it in the show notes. And by wholesale warranties. RVs break down. Trust us on this one. And with repair costs averaging $300 an hour between parts and labor, there's no time like the present to protect your life on the road with wholesale warranties. Wholesale warranties is the leading provider of warranty protection in the RV community. With a focus on reliable coverage and customer service, wholesale warranties keeps you on the road where you belong. Don't let repair bills sideline your summer RV trip. Your RV will break down, but with wholesale warranties, your budget doesn't have to. Get a free quote today so you can travel with peace of mind tomorrow. Visit wholesalewarranties.com or call 800-939-2806 for your free quote. You've got mail. It's time for something we haven't done in a while. I'm excited to do this. Listener questions. I love listener questions. You just like questions about the world of RV in general. If you have a listener question, please send it to us at editor at RVMiles.com or on any of our social media. We'd love to hear from you and love to answer them. We've been getting lots of questions about the Togo Roadlink. The Roadlink is that Wi-Fi unit that we have. Togo is a sponsor on the show, and uh, it is a, a, a device that you put on your rooftop that has access to an AT&T cell network and also can do Wi-Fi extension. The main questions are about that AT&T data plan that you get with it. And uh, the first one is, is it truly unlimited? Because there are lots of plans out there that say unlimited, but they're not truly unlimited. You get throttled down at a certain amount. The AT&T plan that comes with the road link is truly unlimited. It is subject to network management, which any plan that you can possibly get out there is subject to network management. And what that means is if you are one of the heaviest users, they might deprioritize you on one of the busiest towers. Yeah. So basically what Jason's saying is, is if you need to binge watch Stranger Things, you're going to want to make sure you do it somewhere where maybe, you know, you aren't doing it with 20 of your closest friends and you're all doing it in your own RVs on an AT&T cell tower. Yeah, but that's going to be the same with any of them. But we, network management, it's not quite the slowdown. It's nowhere near what they do when you reach your data cap on some other plans. We have had very little issues with network management at all. The worst times are when you're in a park somewhere where there is only one AT&T tower nearby and there are just thousands of RVers that that can be an issue. So if you pull into a campground and you look around and there's road links on everything, you know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> but it is it is truly an unlimited plan. It is the only unlimited plan that we really know of that is directly available. Like you get your own account through AT&T. It's totally legit. You're not doing an assumption of liability from somebody's old grandfathered plan. Uh, this is this AT&T plan. It, uh, it's not going to work for you 100% everywhere. There is nothing that will. Like we've said many times before, our 
setup is essentially a Togo road link where we can access park Wi-Fi if it's available. We can use it to connect to the AT&T network or if the AT&T network or park Wi-Fi are not available, we have our phones that have 15 gigabytes of hotspot data each from Verizon on them. And that way we actually have two options of, of major networks. So if you really constantly need to be connected, that's what that's what we do. Uh, but I've also heard people say, I don't want that device because it's not a cellular booster. And there's a little bit of confusion over that. Uh, no, it's not a cellular booster. That doesn't mean it doesn't outperform your cell phone. A cell booster is something is a, usually a cradle that you put your cell phone in and it boosts the signal of it. This does not do that because you don't put your cell phone in it. It has its own SIM card. It has two very, very powerful antennas in it and it will pick up cell service from a lot further. It will be as if your cell system was boosted, but it is not technically a cell booster. We're very happy with it. We've installed it on the roof of our, our new trailer. We've actually been with uh, an AT&T Unlimited plan before we had the Roadlink because we had the Mobley plan, which is no longer available either. And it's worked out really, really well for us. Yeah. What's been really nice about having AT&T and Verizon is that it is really been very true how often when Verizon goes out, AT&T is there and vice versa. I'd say Verizon edges out AT&T by like five to 10% in terms of oh, where sure. it's available or not. Yes. But there are definitely places where AT&T is available and Verizon's not. Yeah, I would agree with that. So if you're interested in getting a road link or checking out some more, go to the show notes. We'll put a link to it there. Togo is also offering a, a year worth of road trippers plus to RV miles listeners. If you use the code RV miles through our special link. So you can go to that and, and get that $29 value for free. If you go and buy the road link through us and asks what RV show would have the largest selection of class B RVs. You know, the most popular article on RVMiles.com is our list of upcoming RV shows in your area, state-by-state state guide of the upcoming RV shows. Class Bs are often not at some RV shows. We've been to several that have had one or two or none. It's very surprising, too, because given the ease of getting them there, you know, there are tons of fifth wheels. Right. But you can't get, like, at least a handful of Class Bs. Well, that's because they're selling like hotcakes, A, and B, they just don't need to bring them there. This is true. Um, Right. There, it's such a popular way to travel right now yeah. that they don't really need to do a whole lot of promo. But the thing is, there are a couple different types of RV shows, and a lot of the RV shows out there are what they call dealer shows, where it's six or seven dealers just bring their stuff there, and that's it. You're not going to see a lot of Class Bs at most of those shows, except for one that we know of. There's the Super B show in Glendale, Arizona, that happens in April. You can check that one out, and that's all Class Bs. Beyond that, you're going to want to go to a, what's called a manufacturer show. That's one where the other is going to be dealers there, but also manufacturers are there and they're really showing off their wares. Um, and those are going to be some of the very biggest ones in the country. If you want to really see a lot of them, the Tampa show, the California RV show, which happens right outside of L.A., uh, the Hershey, Pennsylvania show. Those are all really big shows and you'll see a lot of class bees there. Beyond that, you could go to a dealer that specializes in Class Bs. And there are several dealers across the country that specialize in Class Bs. And you can just go to one of those and visit them. Even if they only sell new one brand or another brand, they're also going to have a bunch of used units from from other brands as well. So you'll be able to check out uh, all the different types of Class Bs at, at a dealer, probably better than you would be able to do at most RV shows. Pam asks, thanks for adding me to your group. Although not new at camping, this is the first year I found we needed reservations. Uh, I made them a few months ago, and my question relates to the protocol for reservations. Do we call and let them know we're on our way, or do we just show up? Just show up, Pam. <laughs> well, I, you know, this is, this is a common thing. There, there have been a lot of people out there that have been accustomed to just showing up at campgrounds without reservations. So now Pam's making reservations and, you know, she doesn't know what to do. But yeah, you, you, they know you're there. Yeah. You I mean, if this was my mom's campground, yeah, I'd have to call and let her know I was on my way. <laughs> but <laughs> do they want to know at the Army Corps of Engineers if I'm coming? 
They've yeah. got the reservation. Yeah. They're assuming that I will show up. We have called if we felt we were running exceptionally late. Yeah, you can you can usually check to see like when their gates close, when they stop letting people come in, that sort of stuff. We also might call if they're uh if if it's not a campground that has online reservations, doesn't send you an email confirmation that you had to call. There are some campgrounds that, you know, they're like writing bookings down in a notepad and and stuff. Those types of places I I would just call. Not that day. I would call a few days ahead to confirm. Yeah, I never feel comfortable with the old school way of booking at this point. And not because that didn't used to work. Campgrounds are just so busy now. So popular. Everyone's making a reservation. They're always booked. I have a hard time imagining that like on the phone with your planner, you're keeping it all straight. But hey, maybe you are. And can you give me a lesson on how you do that? Because I don't know how to keep myself organized without being online anymore. But I would definitely with those I do. I do have a little bit of a pause for sure. That question came from the RV Miles Facebook group. And if you aren't a member of the RV Miles Facebook group, what are you waiting you for? You should come join because we're having a good time over there and we answer questions over there. But more importantly, a lot of other people that are smarter than us answer questions yeah, there. I was about to say, look, we don't answer a lot of questions <laughs> over there. We learn a lot. I learn a lot over there. Yeah. And it's I a thoroughly it's, enjoy it. It's also a fun place to just connect with you guys and, and, and talk about some of the stuff we talk about on the show. Yeah. Also people show really great pictures of like where they're camping and it just gives me all these ideas of where I want to go. I really appreciate those who like share, Hey, look, this is where we're at. Or we just came back from here or here's some pictures of our trip. And it just gives you a really great idea of, Oh, that looks like somewhere I never thought I would go to. And now I want to go there. Jason is about to uproot this family and drive us towards Custer if Eileen doesn't stop sharing pictures in the group about Custer. <laughs> Eileen, uh, I want to go. I want to go back. He keeps saying to me, oh, well, we could maybe not go to Devil's Tower. Maybe we should just go back to Custer. Yeah, but and we got to see Devil's Tower. We haven't we seen gotta, Devil's Yes, Tower we need to go somewhere we haven't gone, and, and we need to go to Devil's Tower. So we'll put a link to the group in the show notes, or you can just search for it on Facebook, the RV Miles Facebook group. It's called RV Miles, the RV Travel Forum, because mainly we talk about travel there, but other things about RVing as well. We also want to remind you what we talked about last week, our new segment coming up in a few weeks called Cell Service. We want to hear from you. This is where you call in, leave a voicemail and let us know what this this time around this this first time around. We want to know a piece of gear that you love that you couldn't live without. Yeah. So you're going to call 773 773- Seven six nine seven seven six nine. The greatest phone number ever. I wish I had that for my personal phone number. And just leave a message about 30 to 60 seconds long. And it can be about any piece of gear. Like it doesn't have to be spectacular. If you cannot go anywhere without your clothespins, that's totally cool. I get that. I love clothespins. I got like a whole drawer. I don't know how many clothespins we've got around here. I use them for everything. I get that. Tell me why you love them. 773-769-7769. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if you have other questions that you want us to answer on the show, you can call that number and leave a voicemail there as well. Nobody's going to answer anything. You just leave a voicemail and uh, and we'll hear it. And then I'll go ask someone smarter than me what the answer is. <laughs> So all five of us went to the pool today. Sunburnt. All five went to put sunblock on and all five are sunburnt. Actually, yeah. I'm not really sunburnt. Well, that's because you didn't really. I was in the pool. Not, Look, I wasn't in the five sun. Minutes. I wasn't in the five sun. Minutes. As as I was more than that. Come okay. On. But you know what didn't burn on me today? What? My eyeballs. Why is that? Because I was wearing my shady rays. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that? Shady Rays are premium sunglasses for a not so premium price. You can get all sorts of different sunglasses for about $45 on ShadyRays.com. And for RV Miles listeners, if you enter the code RV on ShadyRays.com, you can get 50% off your entire order if you buy two pairs or more. 
two pairs for 45 bucks of real premium polarized sunglasses. They're fantastic. We absolutely love them. That's essentially what you would yeah. pay at Target. But you know the thing about Shady Rays, though, that's different from Target? If you drop your Shady Rays in the lake, if you run over them with your bike or your trailer when you're trying to park it, however you crush your Shady Rays, they will replace those for you. All you will pay is a small shipping and handling fee. I guarantee you, you're not going to get that at a Target or a Walmart or anywhere else that you would be buying sunglasses if you do this BOGO deal that Shady Rays is offering you. So head over to ShadyRays.com and enter the code RV to get 50% off your entire order. We'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, and then that way your eyeballs don't have to get sunburned. All right, it is time for our favorite part of the show, the fresh tank, black tank section, where we talk about things that we love or not love so much in the world, in the RV industry, anywhere. Abby, what is your black tank this week? So my black tank is going to harken back to a fresh tank that I had a couple months ago. And if you recall, I talked about how Chrissy Teigen and John Legend wanted to Go on an RV trip. Yeah. They're going to get out there and road trip it. Okay. Well, they did it. They got a rental RV and my black tank this week is bless you, Chrissy and John. Within five minutes of being in that RV, they got into an accident. <laughs> they didn't listen to Jeff Daniels on yeah. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And I'm not black taking it because they got into an accident. I mean, just, but what a bummer. Now, and they don't really expand no. on like what happened. We don't know if it was, you know, they took a turn too wide and smacked. Into they just something. show like a video of their window broken. Yeah. And apparently neither. They say that neither of them was driving. So apparently it was, you know, uh, so, a driver driving. I mean, and you know, what? I got a black tank that though, too. Chrissy or John, get behind the wheel of that Ralph, RV. If Jeff and, Daniels will do it, you can do it. Look, seriously, if Matthew McConaughey can do it. <laughs> John Legend and Chrissy hey, Teigen. Matthew okay. McConaughey can do anything. Hey, all right. All right. All right. What's your fresh tank this week? All right. So my fresh tank this week goes to a YouTuber. Her name is Sarah Beth Yoga. Don't look at me like that. I don't that. think that's her real name. Uh, you don't, tells know, me you that don't know that. You don't know her. Tells me she wasn't born with the name Sarah okay, Beth Yoga. You don't, know, you don't know her. She was born to do what she's doing on YouTube. So one of the things about traveling on the road is it's really hard, obviously, to get to a gym or just kind of have a more traditional workout routine. And so what I have found works really well for me, in addition to just going out for a walk, is I do yoga. Now, I am not one who particularly cares to pay for yoga apps or any of the other sort of like online workout apps that are out there. So I have found through actually... Mandy Wallace, who has written for us before, she wrote an article about exercising on the road. In her article, she recommended this YouTuber. Her name is Sarah Beth Yoga. It's all one word. And these are five minute, 10 minute, 15, 20, 30 minute different yoga routines for all kinds of things you can think of. Bedtime, morning, you know, stress yoga, uh, lazy yoga, sick yoga. And it has really just become such an important part of my day to take 10, 15 minutes and do these yoga routines. They're completely free. I sort of, I just, I have really, and I really appreciate her. I appreciate the way that she explains things. There's not a lot of talking. I also just really appreciate the way that she encourages you to sort of let everything else around you go and focus in. And so I'm fresh tanking it this week because I think if anyone is out there looking for just, I need 10 to 15 minutes to myself, I need to not, I do yoga with the kids around and I'm still able to just kind of get into that zone and block everything out because the way these are laid out, she just really has like sort of the lock on how to kind of get you into your yoga routine. So if you're just looking for something that you can do really easy and it's free, this I absolutely recommend her. I'm fresh tanking her. She's awesome. I love her. I want to be your best friend. I'll, uh, I'll put a link back to Mandy's article in the show notes and you can find it there. Oh yeah. Cause Mandy's article has a lot of really other great free suggestions too, for working out. Awesome. How about you, Jason? What is your black tank this week? I'm sure it's all going to be RV related. So go for it. <laughs> uh, it is this uh, week. The RVIA, the RV Industry Association, dropped the shipment numbers, the wholesale shipment numbers for the month of June and for the 
first six months of the year. And this is this is uh, RVs that have been ordered to dealer lots. And for the first six months of this year, RV wholesale shipments are down 20 percent over last year. That's a huge up. Now, last year was the number two best year ever for RVs, only behind the the year before. It was just a four percent drop last year over the year before. But this is getting a little uh, scary to some of the the manufacturers. Twenty percent drop. That's real numbers. And it's the first time there's been a, a, a real drop since the recovery of the industry. The industry has been booming like crazy since the economy recovered five or six years ago. It's been growing and growing every year since. And then 2017, they have this banner year. They sell over half a million RVs. And now it's dropping again. There's a lot of different speculation as to why. Some people say that uh, uh, government tariffs are are involved and prices are going up because of that. We certainly heard that from our dealer who sold us this RV. And we're also hearing that maybe the RV industry being cyclical as it is, uh, you know, a lot of people bought RVs after the economy recovered and after their investments recovered, they may have been waiting to replace their older RV. They bought one. Now they don't need one, you know, for a few years. So there's sort of an up and down cyclical nature of the industry that might have been, you know, really kicked off with that economic downturn as well. Yeah. I don't know, personally speaking, how much this concerns me. I think there's an ebb and flow that has to happen in this industry. And I think right now what you're seeing is that the majority of people interested in this lifestyle have purchased. So we might have a couple years where it just kind of stays real flat. And then you know what? They're probably going to want to trade those in. We might start seeing an uptick again. I think to say 20% when you're coming off of like the second highest record selling year ever probably still puts them in a pretty decent place. Yeah. I mean, well, the thing, the thing is as well, that a lot of these manufacturers, even though the industry has been booming, not all of them have expanded, you know, they've been pushing and pushing out more units, but at a cost oh, of, yeah. of labor and of, you know, burning their employees candles at both ends. And uh, I think there's probably a little bit of relaxation going on on, on the, the end of some of the employees, maybe not so much on the end of management who's looking at the bottom line and profit, but, uh, um, you know, it could be good. There could be ups and there could be downs. Well, what would be nice is if they would take this as the time to get back to quality over quantity, you know, because it has been the other way around and everyone who purchases an RV sees that. Yeah. And that gets out. People talk. You know, I think that take this time and figure out how you can continue to create a product that people want, but a product that once they get into it and start to live inside of it, they're not going to be cursing your name. Yeah. I mean, if if you don't know the the industry, uh, in order to survive the economic downturn, first of all, like half of the manufacturers closed, gone instantly. And they were, many of them were swallowed up by uh, by other brands, but they might not have reopened manufacturing plants. What a lot of RV manufacturers did to survive that downturn was to cut costs by building these things cheaper. And a lot of them have not gone back. No, they've gotten a little greedy yeah. in that in that area where it's like I can continue to pump these out at the price I was doing it when things were real tough. Rather than and and prices have continued to go up. Yeah. And rather than creating a product that's for the most part. Now, I'm not going to say every single dealer is doing this or every single RV is like this because I haven't looked at all of the hundreds of thousands that are out there on the road. But it does often seem to be that what is happening is quality is not getting better, but we are paying more. And I think that a lot of people are becoming really, really frustrated with the industry because of that. I agree. What is your, well, I notice here you don't have a fresh tank. You have a gray tank. I didn't realize gray tank was an option this week, Jason. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Okay. So <laughs> like racking my brain for a fresh tank and you're over here with gray tanks. My, uh, 
first, this was going to be a fresh take, right? Okay. So there's this guy, there's a video going on, this viral video that's happening at Aztec National uh, Seashore. How do you say it? Aztec. Not at all how I thought that was to be said. How do you say it? I'm not going to say that. Just continue <laughs> Asa, on. I don't want to talk to you right now, so just really <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong. Aztec National Seashore. There's this viral video going around where a man uh, uh, wearing a Speedo you know, it's a, it's an island, Aztec Island National Seashore. The, and there, there's wild horses on this island and you go mm-hmm. out there and there's beaches and there's a man wearing a speedo who's touching a wild horse and he gets, you know, kicked in the crotch by it. Well, you know, I mean, so it was going to be a fresh tank because I'm like, good for you, horse. But after watching the video a few times, because oh I really had to watch it several times, Jason. How many times do you watch well, this now video? I, the, I had a realization here towards, I mean, it's a, it's like, okay, it's like it's five like, seconds long. Yeah. You know, uh, I think, I, I think this gentleman was actually attempting to gingerly use his forearm to lead the horse away from, from a family with children. You know what he should have gingerly used his forearm for? To lead the family away from yes. the wild horse. Yes, he did it wrong. Uh, Let's do the other thing, which is where we remove ourselves from the animal as opposed to the yeah. forcing the animal to leave its space in order to accommodate us. But it's 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 a gray tank because I don't think he was from the video. It doesn't look like he was trying to pet the horse. You know what I love, though, is every single article that has been written about this. It's not man gets kicked by wild horse. It's man in speedo gets kicked by wild horse. Like this gentleman. Why are you doing? Hey, no, 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 no. To each. No, 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 no. no, You let that man wear his speedo. Speedos are over. Speedos are for. They don't even wear them in swimming racing anymore. Oh, well. You speak for yourself. They don't. They wear those. They wear those bodysuit things now. No, no, not all the time. We'll have this conversation. I don't want to know why you know it's in so much detail. Don't worry about it. Anyway, I'm just saying. I can't believe they still sell Speedos. (laughs) You let that man be that man. And if he good for him, he feels good wearing that Speedo. Good for him. I wouldn't feel good wearing that Speedo under my clothes. Okay, no one's asking you to, but this man feels good. He should not, though, be defined by the fact that he was wearing a Speedo and got kicked by a wild horse. Okay. He will forever be defined. (laughs) He will. The Mormon. That's why it's a gray tank. I know. It is a gray tank. I mean, I, I get it. I agree with you. I just... I don't feel like we should define his action by the fact that he was wearing a Speedo. All right. All right. Let's wrap this episode up with a brain teaser. How about that? Is it a Speedo based one? No, it is not. Darn. Okay. It is. It's, you know, like math and logic based. Your <sighs> favorite. That's not Speedo. <laughs> In a box, you have 13 white marbles and 15 black marbles. You also have 28 black marbles outside the box. Remove two marbles randomly from the box. If they're different colors, put the white one back in the box. If they're the same color, take them out and put the black marble back in the box. Continue this until only one marble remains in the box. What color is the last marble? So you can either do this or you can figure it out in your head. I'm just going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. Don't Google it. That's not how it works. No cheating. It works so hard like that in my life. If you think you know the answer, this week's prize is going to be a standby three-in-one beverage holder, one of our favorite camping items, something that's always with us, standby three-in-one beverage holder. It's like a cup holder that you put inside your cup holder, but then it has an additional spot for your phone. It has a ground stake you can put in the ground. Really cool little thing for camping. They're awesome. We got two in the truck. We got two in the trailer, and we got an extra one to spare, and we want someone else to enjoy the standby. So if you think you know the answer, head over to rvmiles.com slash brain teaser, or just go to the show notes and you can find the place to answer there. That is it for this week's episode of the RV Miles podcast. We hope you'll also check us out over on the America's National Parks podcast. This week's episode was on the restoration of the giant grove in Sequoia National Park. Really fascinating story. 
uh, about how that place went from being concessionaire central to not having any buildings left in it. Blows my mind. I can't believe it cut that out of control before someone was like, all right, hold the phone. 400 buildings? I think no more. So you can check that out wherever you listen to this podcast. It's going to be there as well. Absolutely. And hey, Jason. Yes. Happy two-year anniversary. Happy two-year anniversary. Happy Happy. two-year anniversary to everyone else who's listening as well. If you want to keep up with us on social media, we'd love to see you over there. RV Miles is all over the place. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Our Wondering Family, which is our personal travel blog, is at ourwonderingfamily.com. It's also on all the social medias, including YouTube, where we just put out a new video about our time at Mount Rushmore and driving the Needles Highway. No, no, Iron Mountain Road. It's Iron Mountain Road in that video. Iron Mountain Road in that video. So we would love to have you connect with us out there. We would also like to thank our sponsors for the show. L.L. Bean, Wholesale Warranty, Shady Rays, PelicanCoolers.com and Road Trippers. Of course, you as well listening. And until next week, everybody, keep logging those RV miles. Bye-bye.